This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Community Foundation, inspiring people to give back, to sustain, and advance the community that we love. To learn more, visit givedoorcounty.org. Welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. I'm Andrew Clyden, and I'm joined today by Maddie Sherrill, outdoor and entertainment writer for The Pulse. How's it going, Maddie? It's going great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, Not your first time, but your first time in a while. So it's good to sit down and chat with you. And we've got something kind of exciting to talk about today. So it is Pride Month, and this weekend would have been the Open Door Pride celebration up in Door County. Of course, that has been canceled because of COVID-19, but we wanted to talk about a couple of things relating to Pride today. We're also going to jump on the phone with Kathy Greer, who actually started Open Door Pride. Uh, so we'll get her on the phone here shortly. But before we do, Maddie, you're working on uh, some Pride-centric stuff for The Pulse. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about what you've been writing over the last week? Yeah, so I wrote a piece for our gallery feature about the What's My Pride project, which was a photography, continues to be, was and continues to be a photography project um, in which the Open Door Pride people, Kathy Greer included, organized um, essentially just taking pictures of people holding a sign or chalkboard and um, telling people what their pride is or what pride means to them what they're proud of. So it's a really cool project. There's a lot of pictures. Great. And and you, you've collected some of those. Tell me, tell me a little bit more about the project. What were some of the examples that you saw that people had written out? So what I found to be really striking about the project is the question, what's my pride, means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And the people featured in this project were part of the LGBTQ plus community and also allies and friends and family. So Um, What people are proud of ranges from, you know, their family members, their relationships, the things they work really hard at, their jobs. And it's a really cool way to kind of match a face with an emotion or a feeling that's very personal, but at the same time, something that's very universal that we all have these aspects of our life that we want to share with other people. Right. Yeah. Pride in Door County is really interesting. And it's, it's something that has kind of exploded things apart to open door pride. Uh, but, you know, it's something that people are talking about more and more. Right. I know that the Door County, former Door County Visitor Bureau, now Destination Door County, uh, put a lot of focus into LGBTQIA plus in trying to promote that this is a welcoming environment uh, and stuff like that. So uh, is there anything else uh, from your article that you you want to share with folks before they can take a look at it this week? Um, I think just what I found to be a cool thing too is that there is this community of um, people in Door County that exists whether or not we can do a pride fest or we can be a part of a collective like you were saying um, a festival or not so even though pride fest might be canceled this kind of um, communal feeling is still very much alive and vibrant and, and um, yeah, thriving in Door County. So I think that's a cool thing to point out. Right. So why don't we jump on the phone with Kathy and then we will uh, get into the bulk of our episode today. Okay, we are here with Kathy Greer. You founded Open Door Pride a couple of years ago now. Can you tell us the story about what Open Door Pride is, uh, how it started, and kind of the the path that it's taken over the last couple of years before we jump into how it's different this year? 
Excellent. Well, thank you so much for even asking. That means a lot. Um, I came to Door County in 2016 for the Steelbridge Song Festival. I'm a singer-songwriter. And as a lesbian, I was asking people, what was, if, was there anything here? Or was there a club? Or was there a gathering or an organization? And um, there had been something, but nothing that was really out um, that was available to to actually join people. And I, one of the questions I had was, well, is there at least a Pride Festival? And I was told no. And I said, well, let's do it. And Britt Gardner is another um, person that I met. And, and we talked about putting this together. And in a very short order, this was in 2017, we uh, brought together some people uh, for just a casual meeting, we put a little post in your paper and said that Open Door Pride was, or a group of, of people were going to meet. We didn't even have the name yet. And we met to create a festival, a Pride Festival in 2017. And as we sat around the table, somebody made a comment about it's really an open door. And then somebody said door, like Door County. So we, we came up with the name. It was really a very casual thing. And one of the things that we talked about was the fact that since there had never been a Pride Festival in Door County and the people were used to going to Milwaukee or Green Bay or uh, area Chicago, uh, Minneapolis, that we would we would put this together as more of a picnic. Let's not overextend anything. Let's not concern people if there are anybody that might be like, what is this all about? We're not a big city and uh, we were we didn't want to do a parade. We just wanted to keep it simple and see what we get. So um, that's really what happened was in 2017 with a very small group of people, we put together our first festival and being that I'm a musician, I was able to bring together a lot of the entertainment for basically a stipend. And uh, we didn't have any, um, any food trucks. We had very little vending and here we are now uh, in our fourth year. Great. So you you had mentioned how you had these um, this kind of slow start, keeping things small. Tell me about the reception to it in the first year, but then as it's grown, uh, how how did people take the, the the festival? Great question. And you know, you, you, as a social activist, you know you don't want to knock people over the head with something. You want to basically uh, open something up. Talk about open door. You want to open up since we're all about our our mission statement is celebrating our diversity, and we all had that in common that we really wanted to have this be supportive of the LGBTQIA community. And I think um, the beginning people were there was a little trepidation because it never been done before, and what does this mean? And on our end, we were wondering, are we going to have any kind of uh, protests about it? Were there's would they be anybody coming forward and saying, no, not in our not in our neighborhood or not in our community? So we we thought that just by letting it be and not not forcing things. But one of the things we did come up with immediately was to ask the city for a proclamation just for the day in June um, 2017, ask for a proclamation and basically, you know, stating that, um, you know, lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender citizens work and live with pride in, in, in Sturgeon Bay. And a lot of people said, well, why do we need to do that? It's like, well, we do because when our government tells us that they support us, then we are all, in, we are all together and, and that we're represented. And so um, that was the first step. 
and um, and then the, it took about a year. The next year, more people were interested. We were able to get more businesses that wanted to give us gift certificates or other people because they saw what it was. The first year we had maybe 150 people, and then the next year we had a couple of hundred more. And then uh, last year we had overall throughout the day probably 500. At any given time, we never had more than maybe 150 people on, on in Martin Park. But what was great is throughout the day we know we brought in that many people, and it was just it was just great to see how much it grew, and also how many to see so many young people because I saw myself in those young people. I didn't have that when I was their age. I didn't have something that I could go to and see myself and go, oh, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that um, I was talking to you, Kathy, about when I was writing this article about what's my pride was um, you mentioned seeing more pride flags, too, throughout the county, which I thought was a cool, um, I don't know, just kind of a cool anecdote about maybe visibility or or how people are becoming more accepting, hopefully. Yes, it's it's amazing how symbols, big and small, do make a difference in somebody's life. I, you know, Maddie, we talked about this. I don't necessarily feel a need um, to put a pride flag out on my front porch, or I should rephrase that. Um, a want. I need to because I know that it makes a difference. Not necessarily for me. But for others that might be driving by and, and feeling at that moment conflicted about whether they should be entering into Sturgeon Bay or Door County with for maybe for a first time with their their partners, their husbands, their wives, their children, and wonder if there's going to be any prejudices and see the flag and go, oh, okay. So that's those are the little things. We're having our little open door pride stickers that we we give to businesses to put in their windows and um, yeah, so the pride flag does make a difference, and I'm happy to say that this year there's a pride flag flying in Martin Park for the month of June in Sturgeon Bay. Sister Bay is flying a flag and Egg Harbor, and we hope next year we can get all the all the different municipalities in Door County to be flying a flag. That's really great. Uh, this year, actually this weekend, was what was supposed to be Open Door Pride Fest for 2020. Of course, Pride Fest, among pretty much every other festival so far, has been canceled due to COVID-19. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the thought process behind that as you were kind of ramping up? At what at what stage in the planning did you decide to not do the festival? And then what other things have you done this month in lieu of the festival to kind of continue Pride throughout June, even though we're not gathering in, in big gatherings? Yeah, well... Being from New York and also having uh, uh, lived in France, and I was I was actually on my way to France in March, so I I could see what was going on in the rearview mirror of what was happening there. And as a, a leader of an organization that's all about health and wellness and well-being of a community, um, I brought it up with the committee in February that we might want to consider what it would look like if we have to cancel. And um, so that changed dramatically how we were putting together the, um, the entertainment lineup. And we had a lot of vendors that were already had already sent in their their deposits. And um, we we sort of sent out emails saying, you know, this might be on hold. And we just talked about what the, what that would be like. And it seemed very, very quickly that in order for us to proceed um, 
with anything like Pride, we would really have to cancel or postpone. And we decided that postponing really would leave things open-ended because we don't know what this COVID-19 is all about. So we just figured follow, taking a lead from some of the other bigger organizations that we would just cancel. And then we discussed, would we have a, a virtual uh, event? And the only thing about that is it just takes a lot of a lot of different um, things to do to put together a virtual event. So we kind of all, since we're a very small organization, we're we're mostly symbolic and the festival. We have we have big goals and ideals, but um, at this point, I think what we collectively said was it's better if we just cancel for this year, keep everyone safe. We thought about ideas of doing things in the park, but then we feared that people would gather. So um, we will be uh, putting a banner Saturday morning in the park that just says our event is canceled, but our pride is stronger. And um, we're going to put some little flags at social distancing areas in the the park. If people want to take them, they can. We're going to bring some um, sidewalk chalk and we're going to just place it in good socially distanced, you know, uh, sidewalk squares are five feet. So we can just tell people extend a little bit more if people want to come in and and, um, without a huge crowd gathering. Uh, uh, Black Lives Matter Door County has reached out to us and I believe they're going to join us with a banner supporting uh, and mentioning all of those that that made Black Lives Matter and also that pride began in, in New York City um, because of uh, a, a, a trans uh, individual and people and Black Lives Matter started by queer women and, and, and the importance of that. So I think that this, this time it's all about maybe more silent uh, prideful uh, ways of, of celebrating. Uh, what we've done throughout the month, we've got a month proclamation from our city, which is amazing. Um, we're flying the flag in Martin Park. We're making some posts on our social media about different things that are going on. Uh, there is June 27th is International Pride, so we'll probably be doing some, uh, maybe keying in on our social media to the, the virtual uh Pride, because that's what most of those are doing. So that's really that's really it. And also being, I will be there. Some of our people will be there throughout the day in Martin Park, in Sturgeon Bay, just in case we don't. We want to make sure that crowds don't gather, or if somebody happened to not get the memo that there's COVID nineteen and things are being canceled and had it in their calendar to show up on June twenty seventh for our fourth annual. We just so that's really it. And then going forward. I think we've got some great ideas that we might be partnering with Black Lives Matter, Door County, and uh, hopefully as we learn how to figure out the social distancing and moving forward to resume our fun nights, which were some local gatherings of people. That's really it for now. And then, Kathy, when we were talking about the What's My Pride project, too, um, you were mentioning that this is something that you would like to continue and have grow. So um, can you talk a little bit about how people can contribute to that project or participate if they want? Oh, I would. This is a dream of mine that we could get more people involved. Um, really, it, it came from a Brandon Stanton, who is the creator of the Humans of New York. And when I lived in New York and he was doing this project, I just loved it. That he would just take these gorgeous photos of 
of people that he would meet on the street. And when I moved here, I, I Kelly Avidson is such an amazing photographer, and I asked her if she'd be interested in doing this. And what we what we came up with is if somebody had a piece of paper or, or chalk uh, on a chalkboard to write what makes what they're proud of. So we named it the What's My Pride Project. And on our website, opendoorpride.org, we've got all these images that were taken at uh, some of our, our pride festivals and also in Kelly's studio, which unfortunately is no longer there. But um, Ty Hellback has done some images for us. And so instead of making it be about uh, one photographer and we're living in the selfie world uh, and uh, or other people that have a device in there with a camera, it would be awesome if people are interested to take a picture of themselves, whether if they have a chalkboard, great um, to write what's their pride around a, on a piece of paper uh, and just share what they're they're proud about. And, and you'll see these different images on our website as an example of what's my pride uh, uh, at our opendoorpride.org website. Um, and take a picture of yourself and post it on our, our social media. We've got Facebook, we've got uh, Instagram, we've got Twitter. We also have our own website, um, contact info at opendoorpride.org. And we will post the pictures with, I'm so excited that you even, picked up on this project because I think when we we show the imagery of people supportive of or those that are members of the community um, it, it's empowering when you can put a face to something and I think that's the other aspect of what's happening with Black Lives Matter and if I would bring in a, a positive aspect of that is when you put a face to something you realize it's all of us we all are part of this we all know somebody that is in this LGBTQIA plus world. We're all humans. And I think that's the most that's the most exciting thing. And for me, the most proud thing. I'm I'm a lifelong professional musician. I've never felt more proud than uh, forming Open Door Pride and welcome more people into this because the only way we're going to grow is by having more people involved. Kathy, thank you so much for, for calling in and telling us all about this. Is there anything else that's important that you think people should know right now that we haven't talked about today that you think, uh, that, you think that we should wrap up with? Yes, be human. We all have uh, this amazing beauty in all of us to see ourselves as other. And I think that when we see ourselves as other, we can be the world that makes us all feel that we're part of and that we wouldn't have to be separate. And um, we're, I, I reinforce our mission statement, which is that we are you know, celebrating our diversity through inclusion for all. And I hope that, that pride, although it's, uh, nationally and internationally the month of june that people realize pride is 365 days out of the year right. thank you so much for your interest in this oh absolutely kathy maddie thank you both so much for coming on and chatting today uh kathy people can find out more about open door pride at social media and you have a website as well uh any anything that people need to know to find you online yeah um opendoorpride.org and that's pretty easy it's the words open door Pride right. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our website. Perfect. Well, thank you both so much, and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Thanks so much. Thank Kathy. you very much. Love your paper. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kathy. <laughs>
Thank you so much for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. If you want to support us at The Pulse, check out doorcountypulse.com shop, where you can get a weekly Pulse subscription, purchase some incredible Door County artwork from Pulse artist Ryan Miller, and much more. We hope you've enjoyed the Door County Pulse podcast, and we will see you next time.